for Barry Maney Hyundai. Call in and see Jasmine or Nathan for a test drive today. It's Limestone Coast Sports Shorts. Everything football, netball and basketball across the Limestone Coast. Welcome to another ep of the Limestone Coast Sports Shorts. It's all thanks to Barry Maney Hyundai. Call in and see Jasmine and Nathan for a test drive today. And a big shout out to the Pioneers winning Club of the Year on the weekend at the NBL One South Awards Night. It all took place on Friday night. And a big shout out to the girls who picked up awards as part of that awards night as well. Now, we're talking footy and netty this morning. And footy, first of all, time to catch up with Peter Mitchell. He is the president of the Mid-South East Footy League. Pete, g'day. G'day, you and g'day, listeners. Now, Pete, weekend footy, what a round as we get headlong to finals. Yes, um, some, some a couple of close games and a couple of real blowout games, but uh, nevertheless, it's getting quite interesting at the top with the uh, the top three sides in Port McDonnell, Clangadoo and Haverley. But uh, on to the rounds that we just had, so... In round 16, uh, Mount Burr, 1920, 134, defeated Congorong, 8-10-58. In the goals for Mount Burr was Jack Gregory with 10, and that takes his tally to 62, so he leads the goal-kicking for the uh, for the season. For Congorong, Matthew Roberts and Cam Sandico kicked two each. Best for Mount Burr was Jack Mahovics, and for Congorong, Ethan Norman. Glencoe 29-8, 182, defeated Nangwari 7-4-46. In the goals for Glencoe, Tory Weaver had a good day and kicked 11. Nangwari, Andrew Highland having a terrifically consistent season, kicked six of the seven for uh, Nangwari. And the best for Glencoe was Tory Weaver and for Nangwari, Josh Whedon. Haverley had a massive win against uh, Tant. Um, very, very surprised with this, but Haverley 21-23, 149, defeated Tant uh, just the three points. So in the goals for Haverley, Patrick Shea and Tom Hutchison kicked four each. Best for Haverley was Tom Hutchison for Tananola, Brandon Pitts. And the last game was the top versus second uh, at Clangadoo. And uh, a reasonably close game. Port Mac got away a little bit in the second quarter and uh, and put the pedal down and uh, ended up having a, a, a seven-goal win. 13 goals, 10, 88. Defeated Clangadoo, six gold, nine, 45. In the goals, Port Mac, Kevin Thompson back from overseas, kicked five. Clangadoo, Ben Gregory kicked two. And the best for Port Mac, Wade Chant, and for Clangadoo, Sam McManus. Um, interesting where we are on the ladder. So we've got Port Mac sitting on top. I think they'll, they will, they can't lose the double chance. They were, they've had 13 wins, so they'll finish either top or second. I think they'll finish top because their percentage as well. Haverly uh, have got 11 wins in second. Rogue just slightly ahead of Clangadoo by percentage in third, 10 wins. And Clangadoo again with 10 wins, just under Rogue with that percentage. But uh, interesting for the next couple of rounds is Haverly play Clangadoo this week. So that's second versus fourth. And then the final week, Haverly will play Port McDonald. So that will test out as to where Haverley uh, and Kalangadoo finish, whether they finish second and third or, or where, where they finish uh, at, at this stage in the final four. Um, coming up the other rounds next week, we've got Robe versus Mount Burr down at Robe. Robe um, back on the winner's list this week. Mount Burr having a good season. We'll be wanting to finish off and, and hopefully um, still have a slight chance of getting into the, the final four, but uh, probably pretty remote. 
Glencoe playing ten and all of that'll be a, uh, another interesting game at Glencoe and uh, the last game Congrong versus Nangwari and Port Macdonald have to buy. Now Peter, got to ask the question: Who is our player of the week this week? So player of the week uh, in the top versus second clash uh, from Port Macdonald, Wade Chant, uh, had, who's had a pretty consistent year, played in the zone side as well. And, uh, and and had it yes been having certainly having a consistent year for the Port Mac Footy Club. Hey Peter, always great to talk footy. Finals are weeks away. We'll talk next week. No worries. Thanks, Ewan. Thanks, listeners. Peter Mitchell talking Mid South East Footy and talking Mid South East Netball. Round sixteen, A grade action. Tantanula fifty three defeated Hatherley forty nine. Uh, Kalangadu sixty defeated Port McDonald forty one. Nangwari nineteen lost to Glencoe sixty three and Mount Burr fifty six defeated Congarong thirty five. Livestone Coast Sports Shorts. It's all thanks to Barry Maney, Hyundai. Call in and see Jasmine or Nathan for a test drive. We are talking footy. Western border footy is what we're talking. Graham Gill is on the line. Gilly, good morning. Good morning, you and good morning, listeners. Gilly, weekend round of matches. What a couple of games you guys had. Well, I've got to say, Ewan, here we are. You really know you're at the pointy end of the season when uh, not only the games intensify, but the spectators get really involved this time of year <laughs> in a very good way. So uh, some happy people about on the, on the weekend and uh, some yeah, good crowds and some really good games of footy. All right, take us through what happened. Well, the first one was Millicent versus West down at McLaughlin Park at Millicent, and it's the battle for top spot. And uh, a great game the whole way. The lead changed uh, quite a few times. But in the end, it was uh, Millicent, 5-9-39, going down to West Gambia, 5-12-42. So a brilliant game there. A couple of goal scorers, once again, Fraser Bradley for Millicent. He's just continued on beautifully this year with uh, two goals. But the... The coach of West, Darren McElroy, two goals there, dominated the ruck around the ground as well, but also, by all reports, took mark of the year. So it was a brilliant, amazing mark. So uh, Millicent have dropped from top. West Gambia have taken over top spot, which may be for a week or maybe for two weeks. I'm not exactly sure. So, uh, yeah, no, magnificent game of football down at McLaughlin Park, that's for sure. All right, North Gambia were also playing on the weekend, hosting a game. Tell me about it. They were North Gambia versus Caston and Sanford, and... Uh, uh, everyone knows that Caston Sanford certainly a dogged team that won't give up. Uh, probably a little bit of inaccurate kicking by them caused their, their demise for the day, but uh, North Gambia too strong on the day at Vanceda Park. 10 goals, 7.67, defeating Caston and Sanford, 8 goals, 10.58. And for North, Sam Stafford, the young fella there, he's gone on a very, very great uh, career so far with averaging his two or three a game, ended up with another three. And for Caston and Sanford, Adam McKinnon, he's only a young fella coming through with two goals there. So good game by uh, Caston and Sanford. Look, they're just on the edge, but I think that, that might have hurt them for the season, to be honest. So, But in the other game, the the, uh, the game that uh, people thought was going to go the other way was South Gambia and East at Blue Lake Sports Park. South Gambia, far too strong all around the ground, actually, and uh, very poor kicking. And we'll put it down to East Gambia's intense pressure because South Gambia, 7-21-63, defeated East Gambia, 4-8-32. For South Gambia, young Elliot Fisher was three, and East Gambia's Riley Flamank. He's another one to keep an eye on around for the next few years. Uh, he's ended up with three as well. So pretty intense round of football. Everyone knows we're getting to the pointy end, and... Uh, I've got to say, the ladder now, is uh, it's actually changed around a little bit, but there's only points in it. West Gambia on top with 54 points, but only 172%.
Millicent, 52 points in second spot with 203. So their percentage is vital. North Gambier in third with 32 points at 97%. And uh, South Gambier sitting there in the four with 20 points. Cassett and Sanford, 16 points, but only at 61%. So that's going to be the issue for them to try and get back into that four this weekend. And East Gambia holding up the uh, the tent with uh, six points only. Right. Of the player of the round, I've got to say, a lot of choices were thrown my way. And uh, I spoke to quite a few players, but I even positioned clubs actually uh, talking to them yesterday saying, the mark that Darren McElroy took at uh, Millicent, it's all over Facebook. Um, very impressive mark for the big fella. Plus he rucked all day, kicked three goals. We've given him the Triple M player of the round. But check out his mark. It was amazing on uh, Facebook. Now, Gilly, I've got to ask, what is the game of the round this weekend? Well, mate, we've only got the one week left. And uh, the game of the round, uh, the, the league has actually... Uh, graciously nominated this round as the uh, Cancer and Men's Health Awareness Round. So uh, all the clubs will uh, should be wearing yellow armbands. So that's in all, in uh, awareness of men's health and, uh, and in particular cancer support. Um, so for the Western border next week, we've got out at West Gambia, at Molseed Park, West Gambia versus East. Now every year, Ewan, that is the Cancer Cup and it's playing uh, for not only the prestigious cup, but also the Phil Mahovic's medal, uh, out at Mulseed Park, and uh, everybody from three different leagues understands that the, uh, the Phil Mahovic's name and the medal um, certainly does mean quite a bit. So that'll be out at Mulseed Park. Then we've got Caston and Sanford versus South at Casterton. So two things got to come out of this game. Can Casterton beat South and try and get enough percentage to get that fourth spot? Secondly, is this the last time we see Caston in the Western Border Football League? So they're the questions that you've got to ask yourself for next week. Whether we all got over the Caston and Sanford, this could be their last game in the Western Border Football League. Who knows with what's moving forward, but they're playing for fourth spot. Millicent at uh, Millicent versus North next week at McLaughlin Park. And uh, Millicent really need that win to get uh, top spot back. North Gambia want to really secure that they are a finals team. And they are looking good. Gilly, we're going to talk more footy next week. Cannot wait for it. Last round of Western Border this weekend before the finals is going to be huge. It certainly is, mate. So get as many as you can out to the ground. I reckon the weather will be okay and it will set the tone for an exciting final series. Graham Gill talking Western Border footy and it's time to catch up and find out what happened netball-wise for the Western Border. Round 15, A-grade action. Millicent, 67, defeated West Gambia, 61. South Gambia, 36, defeated East Gambia, 28. North Gambia, 76, defeated Casterton, Sanford, 29. And talking KNT footy. Peter McClellan is on the line. Pete, good day. Welcome to the whole limestone coast. What a great weekend it was for football. Now, talk about football on the weekend. There were some blowouts. Yes, uh, we did get a few uh, blowouts there. The uh, all the all the top teams played the lower teams, and anyone who was up in the higher ranks won, except uh, Bordtown and Panola, which was the closest one. Bordtown was only won by a goal, but the rest. Uh, the top teams flex their muscles. And Mandala, their record was slightly disappointing against Mandala. Mandala, it was even at half time, and then Mandala kicked on to have a strong win. So, yeah. Take us through the games and, uh, and of course, uh, tell us how it all went over the weekend. Yeah, Kaipi went up to Keith, and Keith had a good, strong win there. They wanted to keep their uh, third spot to get the double chance, so they had a good win. 
Mandala at home, once the uh, power got back on, they had issues out there with power. They had a strong win over Narracourt. Border districts, top of the ladder, way too strong for Lucendale. Kingston got back into the groove and had a really strong win over Padaway. And Border Town, it was one straight kick to beat Panola down of Panola. So, yes, it was uh, exciting. Now, Peter, got to ask the question, who is the player of the round this week? Oh, he's a local legend at Kingston, Benny Warner. Just a champion. Big shout-out to Benny as well. Now, talking finals, we are weeks away from it. What's going to happen this weekend? What's the game of the round? Well, it's it's a very good round. We've got Kingston and v Keith. Keith want to win down at Kingston to keep the double chance. We've got Border District v Narracourt. Border District want to win to keep the top spot so they get a week off and have a spell. So that's your two games, uh, your matches of your round. The other three are important, but those two have a big bearing on where they finish in the five. They will be crackers of matches. Hey, Peter, we're going to catch up next week. We'll talk more. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. Thank you very much. One round to go. Get to your last game of the year, guys. Peter McClellan talking KNT footy. And look, KNT footy. Keith, 99, defeated Kaibi Bolite, 37. Mandala, 108, defeated Narracourt, 41. Border Districts, 186, defeated Lucendale, 22. Kingston, 82, defeated Padway, 41. And Panola, 67, lost to Border Town, 73. Talking KNT netball, round 15, A grade. Keith, 64, defeated Kaibi Bolite, 55. Mandala, 44, lost to Narracourt. 61. Border Districts 42 lost to Lucendale 47 in what was a close match and Panola 57 defeated Bordertown 36. Mount Gambier Netball Association round 18 Zodiacs 32 lost to Saints 76. Intruders 100 defeated Vicky's 19 and Amazons 21 lost to the Hobbits 64. Limestone Coast Sports Shorts, it is all thanks to Barry Maney Hyundai. Call in and see Jasmine or Nathan for a test drive today and make sure you listen out next week as we head towards finals. The Limestone Coast Sports Shorts will be back right here on Listener.